Yes, sir. And welcome to the road to Damascus, where it's not about the road, it's about the journey. And I want to thank you for listening to another episode of Road to Damascus. Before we uh, go to the people that's going to help me navigate the ship, I just want to first tell you how you can participate in the show. You can participate by emailing us at Road to Damascus. That's Road to number two, Damascus at iCloud.com. Also, you can follow us on the social medias. We're on Instagram as well as Twitter at Road to Damascus. That's Road to Damascus. If you have any show ideas, any topics, you agree, disagree, we'd love to hear from you, any feedback that you may have. And with that being said, let's get to the participants in the show today. We got a returning champion to Jeopardy, a person, a voice that y'all haven't heard in a long time, but one of the OGs of Road to Damascus. Say what up, Pooh. Yo, 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 Jesus came. <laughs> <laughs> and um, from her little hiatus, her little road trip. The rabbi is back. Say what up, rabbi. What's up, everybody? Good to have you. Good to have you. I appreciate y'all. Stefan is out of town on us today, and uh, Lauren is living her best life. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, today's topic is one that is uh, going to be a little controversial, but we we never shied away from controversy. Um. Anybody who, unless you've been under a rock for the last eight to 10 months, um, the biggest topic that has been sweeping the country as well as the church has been the vaccine, the COVID-19 vaccine. Um, In November, um, Moderna as well as Pfizer had introduced a vaccine that was um, not a cure, but a way to prevent you from getting severely ill as well as preventing you from going to the hospital. Um, A few months later after that, Johnson and Johnson uh, came out with a vaccine. It was a one dose vaccine. And um, ever since the vaccine has been out, there's been um, groups and people arguing for it. There's been groups and people arguing for uh, against it. Um, You know, you'll hear terms like this has now become the pandemic of the unvaccinated. And then you'll hear people say, well, vaccinated people are getting, um, COVID and things like that. So it's just been a big debate. And one of the biggest debates has been within the church community. Um, and you just realize that the church community has been one of the biggest that has been against the vaccine. So when, uh, so just let's dive right in. Vince, I'll go to you first. How do you feel about the vaccine? I mean, in my opinion, I'm not getting, I just feel like, just they haven't did t- enough tests long enough to know what's the side effects in a long enough term. Okay. Uh, just like you, this me, this is my opinion. Oh yeah, no, no, bro. Like Come when, on. When now. it comes to the flu shot, flu been around for years. Okay. I can tell you five years, ten years, fifteen years about side side effects. Whatever you know, what I'm saying whatever. Okay. The coronavirus, you know, just really hit us this big. What well, a COVID nineteen coronavirus has yeah, been around, for sure. but COVID nineteen, yeah. and I don't just trust that they did enough human testing on it to know long enough what the side effects of it. Got you, got you, and and just in all full disclosure, I just want to say that I am fully vaccinated. I got my first shot in January, my second one in 
February uh, Moderna. Um, so I just wanted to make that in full disclosure as we're talking about this topic. Shonda? I'm also vaccinated. I got my first one in March and the second one at the beginning of April. Um, you do look like you're turning into a zombie. Just you, know so you, know. <laughs> you know what? You, you're probably right. But that's from lack of sleep. Oh, okay. <laughs> Always on the go. <laughs> For me, it was necessary because I do get the flu shot, even though um, the, the flu is still here year after year. I get the pneumonia vaccine. Um, so many other vaccines throughout the years that we've gotten and they'll never be able to really give you all of the side effects because everybody's body responds differently. Um, but if I can lessen um, some of those symptoms of COVID, because I had it for three months and I was very sick, I don't want to go through that again. So if I can lessen those symptoms, then I was willing to take the risk to lessen um, the symptoms. And I've suggested, you know, the same thing. Even my baby, he's 12 now, and he's, he's fully vaccinated now. Okay. Now, by the same token, my 26-year-old has refused, you know, the vaccine, and he's recently been diagnosed with COVID. How's he doing? Um, right now, he's doing fine. I talk to him uh, every day, uh, but he's experiencing some symptoms, and it's very uncomfortable for him. Now, I don't know if this will change his mind about um, the vaccine, but I certainly hope so. Okay. Okay. Well, thanks for sharing that. Um, so let me ask you this. Um, and I'll start with you, Vince. And before, before we, um, go on, I just want to get some statistics as of, uh, this is, uh, as of two days ago, we're doing this podcast. We're recording this on Sunday, September the 12th, by the way, happy belated birthday to Vince. His birthday was a couple of days ago. Happy belated happy birthday. birthday. Happy birthday. Yep. Um, but um, 178 million Americans are fully vaccinated. Uh, 379 million doses have been given. 54.3% of the population is fully vaccinated. Over 70% of the adult population is fully vaccinated. 76% of the African-American community, 70, 71% of the Latinx community, and 66% of the white community is uh vaccinated as far as adults um the largest group being 65 and over 98 percent of people 65 and older are fully vaccinated the next highest group is people 40 to 65 which that's a big group but that's in the 80s so just some statistics to give out so vince let me ask you this why do you think there's been such hesitancy within the church um in your opinion, people you've talked to, maybe some of the feedback you've seen on the social medias or things like that. Oh uh, well, I think people, a lot of people in the church, feel like it's a bigger plan than just the vaccine. Okay, it's just not a shot. I think it's they, they probably feel it's a um so sense of control behind it. You know okay, so I I mean I can't get in anybody else's mind. Oh yeah, well no, I mean, but we give we you know how we do on yeah, the road sure, to but the. I ma- just think they. You know, I think there's a sense of control or having something to do with antichrist or, you know what I'm saying? Right. Something along them lines. Okay. Um, man, that's just how I feel. You know? Yeah, but so even people you've talked to and the things you see people 
post or say on the social media or in little small groups of people that you talk to? Is that the biggest deterrent is they think it's about control? No, I just don't like the fact that they trying to force it on us. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my, that's my whole thing. Like I've never seen anywhere before that they offering money, offering trips, offering such things like this for a, a vaccine. They wouldn't even doing that for the flu shot. Got you. You know what I'm saying? And now they are having people lo- losing their jobs that they've been for 25 years just because of a vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Well, anywhere else, you know, why are you forcing this? Got you. And if if it's the alter motive, like, you, if we got to wear a mask, for sure. I, I agree with that. But give right. us an option. Right. And I was going to bring up the mask a little bit um, as we dive deeper. So let me ask you, Shonda, the people that you've talked to, within the church community that have been, been against it, um, whether it be in small groups or people you've talked to on social media, what is the biggest deterrent that you're hearing? <laughs> this is most of the people that I've talked to who don't want to get the vaccine. They really don't have um, any concrete justifiable reason as to why they don't want to get it. Um, I don't want to invalidate anybody's reason so let, let me just say that but what I think people are trying to suggest is that this is the government's way of desensitizing you so that when the time comes to take the mark you'll be so accustomed to just accepting it that you'll take it without even being aware and my rebuttal to that is this is why it's imperative to know the word for yourself to know what part of revelations you're actually in when the mark you know, will be um, offered. Um, And to know the difference between the two, to have a really good relationship with the word so that you don't get confused, um, so that you're not confusing what could possibly be a life-saving medication with a mark that will happen later on. Um, Perhaps there is some type of um, governmental ploy to desensitize the entire world to things, kind of like it was to desensitize the world to the violence against black people to make it normal. Right. So that when you see it, you're not shocked anymore and nobody's saying anything because it's televised. Same principle, but then there's still those of us who see what's going on and are aware of what is happening, the plight of the black man in this country right now. We're not fooled by it. Doesn't matter. Same thing with this vaccine. If you are in relationship with the word, you won't be caught unaware or, or taken aback by it. Got you. Now, so let me ask you, do either one of y'all watch World News, um, BBC, non-American affiliated news? I have. You have. Vince, what about you? I only hear snippets when I'm over <laughs> Grimmier. <laughs> <laughs> so the reason I bring that up is that in, here in America, when we talk about governmental control and what the government wants us to do, we still have a choice. So just this past week, uh, President Joe Biden went out and said all federal workers had to get vaccinated. Um, if you have a federal contract, your worker, and you have at least 100 employees or more, they have to be um, vaccinated, and this would be enforced by OSHA. Um, and people were up in arms, but most people missed the fact that he also said if you don't want to get vaccinated, that you could get tested once a week. So... One, that's not forcing people to do stuff when you're still giving them the option. Two, if you watch the world news, we have people in India, Brazil, South America, Africa, 
that are begging for the vaccine. Um, companies like Moderna and Pfizer are unwilling to give away their intellectual property to these countries to allow them to create their own vaccines. So these people who are begging for the vaccines aren't having access to it while we're in America talking about getting a third booster shot. Secondly, countries like China, Korea, they're forcing their people. Like it ain't no option. Option is you're getting vaccinated or you're going to jail. Like we're, we're not putting people in jail or anything like that. Um, so, um, and this is me starting to kind of sprout my opinion because I've, because I was at a, a, a little get together, a family get together a couple of weeks ago, and I don't wear a shirt that says I'm vaccinated. Um, but when people kind of start talking about vaccination, I say, well, I'm vaccinated. And this particular person said to me, like, why did you get vaccinated? I'm like, because I work in the healthcare field. Um, and I wanted one, I, I've known people that have had it and I've known people that have died from it. And I, didn't know how I would react to my body. She was like, but isn't that like the mark of the beast and the antichrist and all of that other stuff? I'm like, um, yeah, just show me the scripture where it says that. At. Well, no, I mean, my parents said, no, 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 no. Don't tell me what your parents said. You told me <laughs> that this was the antichrist, the market. Show me where getting this vaccine is that mark of the beast and the antichrist. Because if that's the case, this polio vaccine that I got when I was a baby, this hep B or excuse me, hep C vaccination that I got, because everybody's been vaccinated if you go into a public school, because you cannot go to a public school without shots. And I noticed immediately this person shut down. I wasn't loud. I wasn't forceful. I just asked a couple questions. And my thing is, is if you're going to tell me that this is Antichrist and um, in the Bible, then you have to show me scripturally where this would then make me feel as though, oh, wow, you, you have a valid um, point that is um, backed up by the Bible. Now, we brought up masks. Vincent, you said you don't have a problem wearing a mask, correct? Yeah. So do you have to wear a mask at work, your sure. job? So how do you feel about um, churches and pastors? Like is a particular pastor, I think his name is Greg Locke. He has a church in the South, which state don't get me to going, but he, he won't even let people come into his church if they're wearing a mask. And you've had some people that tell you like the mask is a conspiracy that is preventing you from breathing and that this is just another way of control and things like that. So how do you feel about when people try to even equate the mask as another form of control? That's what my whole biggest thing is. You are eliminating the option. If somebody want to wear a mask, let them wear a mask. Let them wear a mask. Somebody wants to wear a hat in church. Does that mean your prayer gonna stop because you're wearing a hat? No, I, I, I think it has everything to do with control. Oh, you're not gonna do this in my building. You're not gonna do this in my church. So instead of doing what you doing what you supposed to do while you're there, you worried about what somebody else is doing. You, you understand what I'm saying? Right. So I just like. So you think it's wrong that he's telling people that if they wear a mask, they exactly. Okay. Exactly. Okay. What do you think, Shonda? Just, oh, even, no, go ahead. Even the, even, the, even the sidebar. Since this is road to Damascus, our God is so big and so almighty powerful, he gives you an option. Absolutely. To serve him or not to so serve. So if God gives you an option, why can't we give people options? Got you. I got you. God, God gives us options with consequences. 
you know, and this this is no different. Like you have you do have options. Like for the federal government, you if you want to work here, then you have to get the vaccine. Your option is you you don't have to work here. Like you can still have a job, it just can't be here. Uh, kind of like Tupac. Like <laughs> I want yeah. you to eat. Yeah, that's not sure. in my table. Right. You know, everybody that's a has call back to you bring it up right. Pac earlier. Sure. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. Everybody has house rules. You know, everybody has house rules. All churches have some form of house rules, even outside of the vaccine and, and mask and things right. like that. There are some churches you go in, you cannot walk across the altar. Right. Some churches you go in, kids playing up on the altar, everything except the, but shooting hoops. Right. You know, it just depends on on the house. Women can't sing in choir if they got pants on. Exactly. Or if you're wearing earrings, you know, you, you can't. So th- there's some form of house rule everywhere. I don't, what I don't understand is that why is this so different? It's a house rule. You want to come in here, you, you wear a mask because we are protecting everybody. Um, you wearing a mask not only protects you, it also protects me. Um, but you don't have to wear a mask and you don't have to worship here. You know, we're not interfering with people's ability to worship or their ability to serve God because you can do that anywhere. Um, so I don't have an issue with people saying, if you want to come in here, you wear a mask. Um, if you want to come in here, wear a mask is no different from you can't come in here wearing a mask. Right. You know, potato, tomato, potato, potato, same thing. Um, I think that we should all be doing something to help lessen the spread of um, this disease because hate it, love it, it's real. Got you. Oh, no, absolutely. You can speak to it because you've had it. So um, let me ask you this. When with the because it's no shoes, no shirt, no service. Pool, me and you done hung out before. You ain't getting in the club with them boots on. No Tims. You need casual. No gym shoes. Like, that. your option is either put some different shoes on or you can't come in. For sure. Um, we've grown up with rules. Um, right now, we're in the... Me and Shonda kind of talked about this before you got here, uh, Vince. We were talking about 9-11. The anniversary, 20 years of 9-11 was um, yesterday. Um, and immediately after 9-11, they passed something called the Patriot Act. The Patriot Act basically said that the federal government could subpoena your phone record, any American's phone records, if they believe that they um, might be involved in something. Now, at the time, you know, oh, well, we need to pass this because they couldn't put out a particular group. You got to put it to everybody. But then once they started to see that the government was using this to spy on um, reporters and getting sources and things like that. Then it became a problem, but we didn't have an issue giving up our rights. Then, prior to nine eleven, you can go all the way. You could walk your if you had a child that you were putting on the airplane. You could walk your child all the way to the gate. Sometimes they will let you walk them to the plane, put them in the plane to make sure they're seated. Then you can leave. You got to drop them off at the front door. Ain't no more going to the gate to pick anybody up or you know all those romantic comedies we saw in the 80s where the man would run baby i love you don't get on the plane and it's like okay we we can't do that anymore those are things that we gave away that we that we talk about this control that we that we freely gave this stuff away do you like taking your shoes off when you go to the airport events 
No. Do you like registering your car once a year? No. Once a year, you got to pay registration for your car. Right. Do you like that some places when you just feel like wearing your flip-flop and they tell you you can't come in here with your flip-flop? No. So when people are saying, but you wearing your flip-flops or you getting your car registered doesn't affect anybody else. You get what I'm saying? Like, if you wore flip-flops inside a a club, is that going to hurt anybody else? No. But when we have a communicable disease that is airborne, it can hurt people. And all people are asking is, if you wear this mask, it's just going to mitigate. It's not 100% because nothing is 100%. But we just want to mitigate the the effects that people can have. You get what I'm saying? And when people are against that, then that's when it becomes an issue. So when you have people who are even saying like, how do you feel about people who even say that this, this is a, a hoax that this, the, the COVID-19 isn't even real. I mean, not to saying the only people that, that haven't had it. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Until you can't breathe and, and can't taste or smell. Fact. Of course you say that's a, that's a hoax. But again, I go back to this is this thing of control. Everybody, I've seen multiple people come into stores where not wearing a mask and, uh, a worker that said, "Well, you, you have to wear a mask." They start going one off because somebody said that this is what they have to wear. Right. And to be completely honest, I work at the plant. Wearing a mask for ten hours a day is quite uncomfortable. Right. It, it, it is. That's just facts. You know what I'm saying? So it can get very annoying for it just being on your face. And if you have skin issues, it make your skin rash. Like it's just very uncomfortable. So I can understand both sides of water right. upset and. Why they don't want to want to wear it, but then I can understand the side where they're trying to keep every, everyone safe. You, you know what I'm saying? I do understand both sides, but like honestly, it's a house rule. I just don't like one of the things I don't like is people that's been working at these jobs for decades. They put in their in their hard labor to save pe- people, uh, built families, marriages, and now you are telling these folks that they have to quit or get fired because they don't have a shop. And where you can just tell them where you just wear a mask. Or like you said, get tested once a week. Right. Well, most of these places are saying get tested once a week. or But you have people who don't want to wear a mask, don't want to get tested, and don't want to get the vaccine. Well, those are the people that you have to deal with accordingly. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? No. And then you have some people that says the vaccine is against their religion. Got you. Are you, are you it's, when you have these freedoms that we have here, you have to honor them. Right. Facts. You, you, you drive a, a, a caddy in a, a Shashag or on a Pontiac. Hey, don't be putting my business. <laughs> no, I'm messing with you. I'm messing with you. You know, you, you drive whatever car it's, we got all these big plants and everybody, we have an option to go to whatever dealership we want. Some people got five different cars in their driveway. That's not any better or any any worse. You're not any better or any worse of a person because you choose to drive what you want. Right. As long as it's not hurting, though. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Anyone. My biggest thing is they are like trying to force an agenda on you. If you don't want to do it, for sure. If you don't want to wear a mask, for sure. Hey, but like you said, it's consequences. Right. Right. So whatever option you choose, you got to deal with the consequence. I'm, I'm, I'm all for it. But at the same time, give people the right to choose. Okay. That's the thing. People want the right to choose, but they don't want consequences. For sure. That's you know? life. And that's but, where, but that's where the, the that's where the from. argument comes from. 
I agree with Shonda from the, like at the end of the day, you you have an option whether you want to be married or not. Yeah. Once you get married, you have the option if you want to be faithful or not. For sure. If you choose not to be faithful, there can be a consequence that you can lose your spouse. But look, I'm gonna give a deeper deeper end with that. There's a consequence even of not making the choice. It's not making a choice. Is making a choice. Yeah, making. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Like being silent is 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 saying a lot. Yeah, and that you it's a consequence in that all by itself. Right. So either way it go, you have to choose. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh no no. And 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 so, but go ahead, Sean. I know you about to make your point. So I mean, the choice, and and really, it is about choice. But the problem that I have is, is that one. The Bible says what? That we are to be good stewards one to another, that we are supposed to uh, be good neighbors. Sure. This is a communicable disease because at the end of the day, Vince, anti-vaccination has been around since vaccination has been around. Sure. Like, and the people who are listening under the sound of my voice, I want you all to do some research. I want you to look up. A gentleman by the name of Onesimus. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right. Onesimus. Onesimus. He was an African slave who was given to a gentleman in Massachusetts at the time. Massachusetts um, had a huge smallpox problem because guess what we have, Vince? We had foreigners that showed up on this land without vaccination and brought all their diseases with them. But that's a whole different conversation for a different day. We call them English settlers, but hey, let's not go there. They brought their smallpox over here. So um, one's, um, say his name again. Onesimus. Onesimus, slave owner, said to him, aren't you afraid of getting smallpox? He said, no, I'm vac- I'm, I'm immune to it. He said, what? what? He said, I, yeah, I'm immune to it. He said, when I was a baby in Africa, what they do is they cut your skin a little bit and they give you a small amount of the smallpox and you get sick for a minute and then you're immune to it when you get older. So this man, like, what? Like, you know, okay, whatever. Just thinking this uppity slave. They begin to test it and see it was true. So I think that first winter, um, they did it to 75 people. Um, I want to say 55 of the people lived, 20 of them died, whatever. And But as soon as that started, they started pushing, you know, getting this. They called it inoculation, getting right. inoculated. What happens immediately? You start having people that was against it. One of the people who were against it was uh, one of our founding fathers, Ben Franklin, who was against it till his son died, four years old from smallpox. Then he became a huge advocate of it. The reason the government started getting involved is because George Washington, when he was general of the um, the army, made all the soldiers get inoculated, and then it later became you know you had. Things then a hundred years ago you had the Spanish flu and people were against any shots of vaccinations. When polio was around, we basically eradicated polio. Right. Um the Spanish flu killed five five to six million people died worldwide. And it was a huge debate even about masks then. Or oh, the masks ain't helping. You you'll see pictures from back then with people with masks on and things like that. So to me, we always act like the stuff we're going through is new, new. but it's not. We've been here before. Solomon said it best. There's nothing new under the sun. You get what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, to me, when I the reason I got the vaccine is because I work in a facility 
with nothing but old people. And the people that were dying from this mainly were old people. It was offered to me. I had started doing my, I was a year ago around this time is when you started hearing about the vaccine. Correct. This is when they start saying we might have a vaccine and all of this other stuff. A year ago around this time, I was, ain't no way you giving me no shot at all. Just, I mean, flat out, not what? Around October, November, I said, I'm not going to, I'm a person who I like to read up on stuff. Of course. So I started to do some research. I'm talking about digging deep, but I'm going to be honest to my listeners as well. When I start to dig deep, I want to hear from people that look like me. And when I'm seeing, I'm talking about black professional doctors. And so that's why even I got the Moderna vaccine because the the lead doctor um, that was for Moderna with the implementation of this vaccine stuttering was was a black doctor. Um, And then some of the people who were involved in then when I started to hear that Moderna had the largest um, group of African-American and and uh, Latinos in their study and things like that. So I started to read up, see what some of the side effects were and things like that, because what makes this disease different than any other disease, which you talked about at the beginning, Vince, was we don't know the effects and long term and things like that. We have people now that have been vaccinated for a year and a half. They started like the trials in like last March. So we've had people that's going on like 18 months vaccinated. But anyway, typically when a disease or something new comes up, there's not that many people that have it. So it's hard to do a trial run. But because with the COVID, it was people were getting infected so quickly. They were actually able to go from phase one to phase two quickly second off you had the government who was paying typically these companies don't have that kind of money from the government that's going to be where they can produce the medicine while they're doing these trials that's the other thing and then the third thing and 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 you say you've never seen where the government wanted to push uh with um lotteries and trips and all that other stuff i'll be honest with you and this is where to me the capitalism thing comes into it and i told shonda this Capitalism that we live in is a crony capitalism where they need to exploit low wage workers. If you don't have a low wage workforce, then you don't have capitalism. They need these people to be a lot. They don't want people to die. They're offering money and free trips because that's they know that's what the low wage people will draw them in. Just like people who play the lottery every day that's putting their $2 box straight. Why? Because they want that opportunity to be in that that higher class. So if I offer you trips, if I offer you a million dollars, because they need what? Outside of our studio, it's a white castle right there. You can see the sign. And on that sign underneath is the little marquee thing. They're offering people $15 an hour. A year ago, white castles was paying people 10 and 11. Where did they find an extra $4 an hour to be able to pay people now all of it. they've been had it but now because people was getting this unemployment wasn't showing back up because if i can be home and get more than what i was getting flipping your burgers and dealing with these nasty attitudes then i'm gonna take that i'm not saying it's right or it's wrong but i'm saying i understand where all of a sudden they find this extra money they've had it but they didn't want to pay it but now that they have to pay it because they need the work for it that's why to me they're pushing the vaccine the way they're pushing it because they need that low wage workforce to be able to keep this 
wheel spinning. So I just want to throw that out there. I know that was a long diatribe. Oh, but do you get what I'm saying, Vince? Yeah, for sure. So go ahead, Shonda. Uh, <laughs> Did I just break it down? Listen. Should ions. I get myself an amen? Yes. You broke it down to ions and molecules. <laughs> go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just thinking that people should keep the same energy for the consequences that you had when you were making the choice. Like, don't make your choice. Like, well, you know what? I choose to not take the vaccine. And then you all Brody when you see the consequences. No, no. Maintain that same Oh, energy. keep that same energy yeah. where don't go to the hospital. This, yeah. a, this a hoax. No. You, be home and make it work. But if people are like, no, I'm going to be at the hospital. You know, or if they tell you, if you choose to not take the vaccine and they say we can't, you can't work here, okay. Keep that same energy that you had when you said, I'm not taking the vaccine. When they say you can no longer work here, they say, okay, I'll seek an employment elsewhere. Don't get all angry at the consequences. You know, keep, have the same grace for the consequences that you have when, you know, when you're making a choice. And we talk about these choices when you look at the side effects of the vaccine, comparable to the side effects of having covid Let's just look at the lesser of two evils. The side effects of the vaccine are far less than the side effects of having COVID. Having had both COVID and the vaccine, trust me when I tell you, my side effects from the vaccine were far less. Right. There were no blood clots. Um, there were no um, the inability to breathe because when I had COVID, I could barely breathe. Your lungs collapse. Your kidneys start shutting down. Chest pains, heart palpitations, shortness of breath, and a slight form of PTSD should you recover from having COVID. And because if you cough or sneeze after you've had COVID for three months, you go into a little bit of a panic. Like, I know I don't have it again. Like the slightest um, thing that goes wrong with your health. And clearing your throat. Exactly. Or, you know, you get side effects of allergy when you have the mucus buildup in your throat. You start to feel, right. you know, some kind of way about it. Um, or poor circulation in, in, in your blood. All of those are side effects. From having COVID, but the vaccine, your arm may be sore. You might feel a little bit tired. You have some muscle pain, maybe chill, perhaps a fever and some joint pain. Maybe the lack of appetite, which none of us would probably be worried <laughs> about, or some nausea. Maybe some people have had some vomiting. People have died on both sides. The thing about that is if you've had the COVID vaccine and you pass away from something else, they will tie it to the fact that you've had the vaccine. They won't mention the fact that you had heart defect or that there was something already wrong with you. The person had the vaccine two weeks ago and they died. Well, that's just like, remember when people were dying from COVID, they, they were like, other stuff. it was like, well, it's a comorbidity. Like if you are heavier, high blood pressure, right. you're, it's more amped to go ahead, Vince. I think it was just so much crooked stuff. You could, you could have died because your foot chopped off and you <laughs> right. was running down eight mile. Oh, he had COVID. He died of COVID. No, right. no, he died because he had no foot. He bled right. <laughs> out. You feel me? Yeah, but no. You know what I'm saying? Right. They just right. try to use that. Or no, I, I think because I, I feel like it was a lot that they might have said people died from COVID and they didn't. But I also feel like it was people that were, because like Shonda, Shonda had COVID before it was really like she got sick around like end of December. December. The end of 19, 2019. Yeah, yeah. so. Too. Yeah, so it was kind of one of those things. Yeah, it was like, and people were getting sick, sick, where it was like, it was not pneumonia, but you, and it was like, they were sick for months and things. It wasn't no normal just like. 
So you think you had it too, Vince? For sure. I mean, wasn't no regular cold. I tell yeah, you so that. Some people in my, uh, like my sisters, like everybody got sick in, at the end of 2019. You, okay. You know what I'm saying? Just, like it was just something just weird. You know, you know, you know what I'm saying? Right. But I just give like a, just a quick little testimony on my end. I was around somebody for months had COVID. Months. I'm talking about in close proximity. Okay. This was last year. Okay. I didn't catch COVID not one time. But you could have also had the antibodies from having it before. And that was no vac, no vaccination. Oh, yeah. No, no. no well, nothing. that's when we still had the Wuhan, too. We don't have the Wuhan strand no more. We about two, three strands in. in. Yeah, but, I mean, no, and, 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 on, and, on, my, on my end, I just think but, that but, was but, just, but But God is grace can also be, sure, be sufficient sure. that you can be around somebody like that. But but my thing, and, and to that, Vince, I'll say this. There's a difference between knowingly doing something and unknowingly doing sure. something. Meaning some people who are just, it's, it's not real and I'm going to do what I want to do. And then they're on their deathbed, pastors, ministers, radio hosts who have literally in the last couple months that have died and telling people don't, um, you got to get this vaccine. But these same people who will be against the vaccine will tell you to go take horse pace. And put in your mouth. I remember before you got the vaccine, I, you you had told me like, you know what? I asked I asked God, and you know what I'm saying. He gave me peace about it. Yeah. And you know that, so I can respect that because he just didn't go make a decision on his own. Oh yeah, With no, I prayed. God, he, yeah, you prayed and had peace, and you went ahead. And, and I remember I said I want to. The only thing I had the first shot, my arm got sore. No chills, no nothing. Everybody who I knew said the second shot is the one that if you're gonna have. Any bad effects is from the second one. I got the second one. Wasn't even, my arm wasn't even sore like the first one. Mm -hmm. So even to me, that was God letting me know that I'm, you find what you're doing. You just, but I think it goes back to the field that you in. And right. guess what God had for you? Right. You understand know what I'm saying? Right. So anybody, like since we talk about the, the church, if the church, if you have a relationship with God, like you say that you do, right. you should see God and ask God what you should do. Absolutely. But what we do is, is we say that as a church, but we get into a group thing. And some folks is uh, words and, oh, you, because I've had people say to me, why'd you get it? Why I, not? Why not? Like, my thing is, is, and this is what I tell people, Vince, because. I'm not on Facebook. You know how I feel about Facebook. Vince will tell you how I feel about Facebook. He I'm, on the gram, though. Yeah, I'm on the gram <laughs> and Twitters. Um, most people who um, on Facebook, I know somebody that died from the vaccine. I know somebody who, like, everybody knows somebody who got the vaccine that died. And I always say this. I know personally, not from hearsay, personally, over 100 people maybe between 120 and 140 people personally that I know that I know their names that have been vaccinated as old as, as young as 21 and as old as 105. None of them, all of them are still with us. So when people tell me, I'm like, you know, cause when we do things, we base it off a hundred, right? So if <laughs> based on that, at least one person I know, at least one should have died. Now are there breakthrough cases where people who get um, vaccine, get the vaccine. They said, I think 5% of people were getting vax, uh, breakthrough cases. But it's funny because I saw this picture and I'll share it to y'all. Sorry, the listeners can't show, do it. But it showed a man who had all these arrows in his body. 
And this knight who was wearing his armor had one arrow get through. And the man said, see, what do I need armor for when it didn't pierce you? It's like, bro, you got a hundred <laughs> arrows in you. And this dude is wearing armor. and got one. And you said the armor don't matter. Right. And, and the vaccine was never pushed as a cure. Just like when people get the flu vaccine. Right. People still get the flu. It's just not as bad. It's just not as bad. And also, and this is the thing, Vince, and I'll say this. We get so wrapped up and hear so much information about this vaccine because it's present. We don't talk about the side effects of how many people die a year from just taking aspirin. We don't talk about how many women get blood clots from birth control medication and then die from those blood clots. We don't talk about the side effects of Oxycontin, Oxycodone. Uh, what, what's the big thing everybody's dying from now? Fentanyl. Fentanyl. Oh, per, yeah, well, well, no, but the they put fentanyl in because they using the fentanyl, which can be is by itself can be used as a prescription for pain, but they're using the fentanyl to wash like cocaine. Vince, yeah, and I'm, I'm just, yeah, and I'm just saying, before marijuana became legal, you used to Allegedly. smoke. You used to smoke, yeah, right? Sure. You don't know where these cats was getting your weed from. No, but I knew this one cat, he must have put some coke in my stuff because I was high as a kite. <laughs> I was upset, too. You didn't want to be that high? <laughs> no, you know, when I'm, I don't know, you know, you know, my grandma, she always told me about God. So I was so high, I was begging God, like, Lord, please let me come down. Because <laughs> at this point, I was nervous. <laughs> but, I mean, you understand what I'm saying. People right. will smoke, and and it's like, you who you, I mean, prior to us having these dispensaries, who was you getting your weed from? You were, I remember 18, 19 years old. It was this house off 7 Mile that you would literally go knock on the side door, do the what you want, dime, nickel, whatever. Right. You give them the money, they give you the bag. I didn't know where this dude got this weed from. Right. Like, nah, I didn't smoke it. I was getting it for other people. I'm And I, if I smoked it, I would have said I smoked it. Right. But I'm just saying, so it's like, we've done stuff. And then we talk about rights. Remember a few years ago, it was about five, ten years ago, when all buildings said you couldn't smoke in them no more? Yeah. Where, a lot of people was upset. Upset. My biggest thing, too, is say you go in these places and you've been going to these places for years. You know the rules. Right. They had set rules, whatever. But now, for example, you go in this one place, oh, you can't wear hoods or you can't wear a hat. Whoa, I've been coming to this place for 20 years. I places did that with cigarettes, no, like, like the bars I, and the nightclubs. So, yeah, some weird some weird types. I've been supporting you guys for 20 years. And after, now, after that Trayvon, Trayvon Martin thing, you couldn't wear your hoodie. Right. Like in the, Now, everybody, you can wear a mask. It doesn't matter. Right. So yeah. Now so, so, but, yeah. so now it goes back to, the, to those house rules. Be firm on what you was doing. Got you. And, you know, they try to stipulate, make rules differently for control. They try to put rules in there from just to, you know, uh, please uh, one side of people, but not thinking about the other half of the people. Well, I, th I think I, well, I think that, one, you can never, there's never going to be anything that's going to satisfy the masses. There sure. is nothing that, you know, yeah. like, what's your favorite meal, Vince? At this point, man, I don't even know. What's your favorite <laughs> meal, Shonda? Like, I'm like, you, Vince, I don't know. But I'm just saying, right, so, good. So, so, <laughs> so say if I said, all right, I'm bringing breakfast for everybody at the podcast, and I brought everybody the same thing. I brought bacon, eggs, and pancakes. 
Now, Vince might be like, I don't eat pork, so I'm just going to eat the eggs and the pancakes. You might say, I don't like pancakes. I'm just going to eat the eggs and the bacon. bacon." Right. So I would be offended because I'm like, I brought y'all food, and you being picky, and you being picky, and beggars can't be choosers. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? You're never going to be able to satisfy the masses. So what do you do? You do things. I I heard a podcast with uh, Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay. She was one of the, she was a contestant on The Bachelorette, and she said she can't eat cheese. So he said, why don't you order a pizza with no cheese? She said, typically, I don't order a pizza myself. I order a pizza with a group of people. Mm -hmm. It's just me who can't eat the cheese. All of them can't eat the cheese. So why do I just say, I'm going to get my own pizza, you know, she said, we typically do it as a group, so I'll just go ahead, pick the cheese off, and put the toppings back on. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, that I mean, that, I'm just saying, at the end of the day, sometimes we do stuff that's for the greater good. Right. And, w- and right now, we make it seem like it's so bad, but 70% of the adults in this country have been at least one shot. Yeah. At least one. So it's not as divisive as we make it seem, and it's not as bad as we make it seem out to be. But what we do is the the squeak the the uh what is squeaky it? wheel gets the, the most noise gets yeah, the oil gets the oil yeah. because that's the one the that's making noise. the most most noise. You know, sitting at at, at a table, uh, being the vice chair of a union, and we're dealing with wages, health care, um, wages, health care, and and a safe environment. We can't make a decision for the smallest group of people as a union. Our, our job is to make it great for the majority of, of the people. So if you have one person, when we're negotiating healthcare, you might have two people who use their insurance a lot, like to the tune of over a million dollars a year, but you have the majority of the people who barely use theirs at all. So when we're negotiating health care and, and prices, we're not negotiating for the two people who use it the most. You're negotiating for the mass because these two are the outliers. Right. And I think everything kind of has that, that modicum of that same idea in it. You negotiate for the masses. And when you do that, it's kind of like having 98% of what you want and 2% of what you don't want. You don't give up the 98 just to get the two. Vince would. No. (laughs) Vince like, I'm getting 99.9% of what I asked for. And then my my second part is what what bothers me about churches is this. They say you should have faith. Like, we're not taking the vaccine because we 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 have faith in God. God is my vaccine or Jesus is my vaccine, which irritates my entire soul to hear somebody say it because you take all your other medicine. You know, God is my healer. You know, he's my everything. I still take my, my medicine for, for diabetes and I'm going to take it until he tells me. I don't you, you, take you taking, it. you, you taking your natural medicine, expecting yes. a supernatural healer. Absolutely. Because he, same for you, Vince. Don't you take yours? For sure. <laughs> but look, I'm not, I've been, I've been looking at this man named David Hoagie. I don't know if y'all heard of David Hoagie. Probably I know you told me about his video. One of the most, one of the most guys that I've God probably used and the most I've ever seen. Okay. Amazing. Literally amazing. Um, he said that he was 24 and he, he, he wasn't always in God, but his family wasn't God. He just kind of 
the church heard him. When the church heard him, he said, forget it. I'm doing my own thing. Whatever. Tip, relate. Typical. You know what I'm saying? God, God, God came to him, saved him. So said, he said he wanted to model his life around. No, he said he took everybody in the Bible and put them in notebooks, separate them. He said he wanted to model his life around three people in the Bible. He said, I think it was Isaiah or Elijah, Moses, and Paul. He followed his life through the Bible. Fact. I mean, to, to, the, to the point where he was doing all his work in India, like no United States stuff, but in the villages. Right. When I tell you this man is probably in his seventies right now and he doesn't take nothing, nothing. He said he went to the doctor. He had, he had COVID God healed him and his wife with COVID. He said he went to the doctor. He said he only went to the doctor because, uh, the government made him go for him. How he goes out to these villages, you know, Again, the power. Again, uh, power, power. They want to monitor what you're doing. Right. He had to get this, I guess, forms for him to go to where he go because he's like a missionary. Right. Went to the doc. Went to the doctor. They did a test. They did many tests. Thought he was done. They went back. Had to do more, more, more tests. The doctor came out. The doctor said nothing about God. Nothing to him. If y'all Christian, he was like, y'all must be a believer. He's like, man, what? Why you say that? He said, because we did your testing for the last 10 hours and you and your wife have exactly the same numbers. Identical. He said, me and my wife had an agreement before what he said, 40 years ago that we was going to be in this together. And he, and he, he said, God has honored that. So I, 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 I really believe I don't have nothing against people who take medicine. Cause I do take med- medicine myself. I am a, a diabetic. So I do take insulin. But if you, and you were born, I, no, you're, you're, you're I had childhood, yeah, childhood, juvenile, juvenile. I had it since I, I yeah. was three. But when you hear that stuff of other people, it increases your faith, and it's possible. Oh yeah, no, no, I, I don't Absolutely. want to listen. I don't. One, I know that there are certain shots you have to get to go to other or. Like even Pastor Keith, when he went to uh, Pakistan, there were certain things because of the water. You can't go. Those are certain. Your dad was in the military. They just start giving you shots. They don't even. Here, see you tomorrow. Here, we're right. giving you four today. Oh, yo, your name is Vince. But give you the V shot. <laughs> like, oh, man. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? So it's certain things that you have to do. And I'm not. I don't want to. The, back to Sean, I don't, I'm not going to question nobody's faith. They walk. One, Solomon said in Ecclesiastes 7 and 17, do not, be a fool, do not be wicked, neither be a fool. There's no need to die before your time. Respect somebody option to choose. Period. Why didn't Jesus jump off the rock? Why didn't Jesus jump? He could have jumped. He said, if you jump, you the angel's going to catch you. No, he right. said the angel's was going to catch you. Right, because it's written... That you wouldn't dash your foot against the stone. And he said what? He said, thou should not uh, tempt thy Lord God. I feel like some of these people have just been tempting God. Where it's like, your ministry, Paul's ministry was different than Peter's ministry. Moses' ministry was different than Joshua's ministry. Sure. The things that Moses was good at weren't the things that jo- Joshua didn't go to Jesus and pray for the people the way Moses did. But but Joshua was a general. He was an army man. 
But then besides all that, all of the men had issues. All it, we all gonna have issues. No, That's, but but facts. But the people that you're running into, this might be one of their one of their issues. What which one, which one was a cuss? Was 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 a cusser? Uh, Peter. Peter was the cuss, or yeah. was it? It was Peter. It was, it was Peter. Peter. Yeah, yeah. He had cussed you out with the same mouth he had said God is good in. Absolutely. Does that make him any more of a? a, and a I, you know it ain't gonna. I don't have no problem cuss away. No, you know you don't know. You, but you sometimes you got to cuss no, somebody out for sure. I mean, just, you understand what I? You understand what, I, what I'm saying? No, I get what you're saying. And you know, I just. But what I'm saying is, is I'm never gonna take somebody and make them feel as though they're. Less than me because my journey Thanks. isn't their journey. Thanks. And that's what we've been running into is people been making other people feel as though because we're your journey isn't my journey because you aren't having the faith that I have that is something wrong with you. Is that the love exactly. of God? Is no, that, that's not the love of God, not, but that's right, what people do. Right. Like faith, faith is faith. Right. You know, across the board. So whatever it is you have faith for, there you go. Everybody has a measure of it. All I'm saying is as as a church, as a body. We shouldn't make a blanket statement like, if you take the vaccine, you don't have faith. And that's the presentation that comes off when people say, yeah. you're getting the vaccine, you're not showing that you have faith in God. But by the same token, you make this statement and you took your medicine this morning before you Your high home. blood pressure medicine. Exactly. Your heart meds. Your so the two... The two can't be in bed together. That's all. You, be, you, don't, you ain't got that faith for that Viagra that you took last night? Look, <laughs> Before I get up, I'm gonna check. Yeah, what, we because we about what, to wrap up. But what, go ahead. Man. What opened up my heart to to, to have a, just a new level of love with me again? I was listening to my man David David Hogan. He said it was a uh, black magic war, warlock. He said that this guy's whole way of life was to kill him and to stop his ministry. He said he did everything in his power to destroy this man. You you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. He said he had a son. But his son was saved. The the black magic war. Okay. His son was, was his son was, was was saved. I guess the uh the the black magic man he was on his deathbed. He was about he was, he was about to die. He said on his dying breath, he said I curse God. So you figure anybody who gets to the point like that, what do what, what do we say? He's going to hell. He's cursed God. Whatever. The David Huck was like man. I'm not praying for this man. I'm not doing nothing. I'm glad he's dead. If it was me, dead, whatever. He said his son came and he said his son loved his dad. His son laid across him and asked God to bring my dad back. So God honored his had honor his prayer, had mercy on him, brought his dad back. So David Hogan was like, okay, I need to go sit down with this man and see. So when he went down and sat and talked to him, the man told David Hogan, "I apologize." David Hogan, all right, we can, we can talk about that later. I want to know what happened when you closed your eyes. What happened? Because you just cursed God. I've heard. I just, I just heard you curse God. He said, "When I closed my eyes, it was dark, and it was dark. It was dark. It was dark, and it was like a light." He said, "I just start seeing a light." He said. All right, when the light, what did you see? He was like, it was a figure. He was it was a bright figure. It was looked looked like a man. So David Holmes was like, oh yeah, that was the boss. That was the, that that was the boss. What did he say to to you? He said the Lord said, well, I don't know where's never. He said I love you. He said when I when he said I love you, he brought him back. So if somebody of that stature 
of black magic, warlock, and God still loves him? Why can't we love the people that don't agree with us? Well, that's a whole different topic, Vince. I just want you to know. No, me but, and Shonda would be, but that's that's what I've tried to convey on this podcast since we started it five years ago in 2016. It doesn't matter where you walk. How come we reject people who live in a homosexual lifestyle and make them believe that they can't get into heaven? And instead of us using the love of Christ to bring them to Christ, it ain't my job to change nobody. That's what God does. My job is to give you the presentation about this loving man who will love you no matter what you are doing and what you are going through. And then he will be the one to get you to change, to realize that his love and his grace and his mercy is greater than anything else that anybody else can give you. It, it ain't because if we if we really live by the love of God, we wouldn't even be one to have sex with folks. Cause his love is better than any sex that you can get from anybody. And I, <laughs> and I love sex. So I'm just going to say that. No, for sure. no I'm just facts. <laughs> so, but we're going to go ahead. Hey, it was a great conversation. I appreciate it. So go ahead with your closing statement. V. Uh, my biggest thing right now is man, Jesus is King. Jesus is King. That's just what I, that's the kick I'm on. When you really realize that Jesus is King, and besides him, there's no, no other, everything else would, even in the worst times, stuff will make sense. Again, like Jesus came. Amen. Rabbi? Um, you know, love the Lord, your God, with all being. Love your neighbor as yourself, whether they are vaccinated, unvaccinated, heterosexual, homosexual, whether they are a liar, on drugs, whatever. Um, love is the strongest cure ever given to man for any illness, ailment, any sin, Love is the cure. So just love everybody. Hey, man, thank you. I'm just going to leave on this note. I, um, it was a pastor, and I can't think of his name, Lord, forgive me. But he had a statement where he basically said that the enemy's job is just to divide. And this thing is nothing but another way to continue to divide us. We are literally arguing about things that people want to do. If you don't want to get the vaccine, don't get the vaccine. If you want to get the vaccine, get the vaccine. But you have to be in care of other people and understand at least wear your mask to be able to protect yourself and your and others. Now, you can agree or disagree with that, and that's fine. But I'm not going to hate you. I'm not going to shun you. I will continue to love you, and you have to continue to let Christ love you. And if you continue to let the love of Christ shine through you, then you won't care what other people do in the interim of you'll just pray for them and hope that they be well because i think a lot of people now are just waiting to see let these folks i've heard people say the people vaccinated in three to five years they're gonna die well if i'm gonna die in three to five years i'm gonna keep kicking our road to damascus episodes and try to bring as many souls as i can to the kingdom and until then until next time i just want to thank you for listening to another episode of road to damascus where it's not about the road it's about the journey until next time Thank you and God bless.